This podcast is produced and copyrighted by 83 Bar Incorporated. It is designed as a general informational resource, and neither the sponsors nor guests are rendering any professional or medical advice. The opinions and claims presented by the guests are their own. Any trademarks used are the property of their respective owners. Welcome to The Patient Speak, healthcare innovations accelerating the patient journey. Featuring interviews with healthcare leaders, patient advocates, medical providers, and researchers. Here's your host, best-selling author, Mark Stinson. Well, I'm happy today to be talking about the combination of technology and talent in the 83 Bar Clinical Contact Center. And I'm so glad to have with me Chad Mason, who's the VP of that contact center. Nice to be talking with you, Mark. So when we talk about a combination of this sort of technology platform, we think of 83 Bar many times as a digital health capability with proprietary software, tech-enabled conversations, but the talent and the skills of clinical education specialists with their clinical backgrounds. How does that technology piece help enable the clinical specialist to really engage what I would say is more effectively, more prospectively with patients? Right. So if a prospect of patients hits our landing page, then they clearly fill out a qualifying survey. And that's where our technology comes in as far as really making sure that they're the right patient for whatever product or service we're offering. And then once they've submitted that survey, that lead will come to our clinical contact center. And we will, within minutes, clinical educational specialists will reach out to them and really get an understanding of of what they're looking for based off of that survey. And so a lot of our clinical education specialists do have, they all have clinical backgrounds of some sort. Many of them are nurses. And and as most of us know, nurses are big advocates in the healthcare industry to be, you know, they're advocates for the patients. And they are highly empathetic people that really care about the journey of, of the patient. And so through these telephone outreach calls, They'll get a better understanding through this survey of what the questions are or what their answers were and how that relates to what what problems or solutions they're trying to solve for. And then with that empathy and that knowledge, they'll really try to connect them to the clients that um, are offering those products or services. And you said two things I thought we drilled down on a little bit. And first is this clinical contact center. It's sometimes a misnomer. You know, we, we picture a call center. This is not that kind of building or warehouse full of operators with headsets, is it? It's not at all. And, and I'm glad you brought that up because most of my career um, has been in healthcare, but a lot of it has been in, in more of the traditional contact center with thousands of agents scattered across the globe. They're usually handling some kind of customer service related question or inquiry. This is very different. And this is where um, we are really trying to connect patients directly with doctors or with other clinical professionals or clinical trials that our clients are offering to make their quality of their lives better or potentially um, improve their lives or even potentially save their lives. And so we're not talking about five minute interactions where we're, you know, where's my order type questions. It's more of, hey, I've been suffering from this ailment or this illness, and I've been on these therapies for years and years, and I'm not finding what I need. I'm not getting the higher level of or quality of life that I'm looking for. And I've been searching on my own because either what I've tried so far hasn't worked or it hasn't worked well enough. So we're helping them on their entire journey to improve their health. 
And then you describe the process. A patient consumer doing a health search has filled out a form. Yes. And the operator is calling them back within minutes. Correct. I mean, maybe that's the technology piece that we're talking about here. How is that done? so quickly, so fast, and so responsibly. Right. right. So once they submit that survey, that comes immediately to our company, and, and then that goes immediately to our clinical contact center, and then that's queued up. We, we're staffed appropriately to make sure that we know what kind of volume is going to come in during our hours of operation, and then we will have staff on hand to call them, usually within five minutes or less. Anywhere between 20 and 30 minutes is, is really that sweet spot where, 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 you know, it's rare that we'll get, it'll take more than 20 minutes or so, you know, because then the, the person is fresh in their mind, they're, they're obviously very inclined to take action at that point. And then if we can reach out to them immediately and, and all this is fresh in their mind, then we can help them and optimize uh, the solutions that we're trying to find for them. Well, and that responsiveness is just the beginning of connecting with the patient to the consumer. I mean, so much market research has been done that most patients, that first of all, they just want to be heard. Right. You know, they want their, you know, a person on the other side of this conversation in a clinical role to have empathy with what they're doing. That's now, right. Agents are in a different place in that conversation, but empathy is still an important trait that you're hiring and training for. That's how, right. do you, how do you evaluate a call center specialist yeah. to have empathy? So we have, yeah, and that's really not, empathy is not something you can really teach, right? I mean, or, or maybe over someone's career, they, they've learned to, to how to be empathetic, but you can't just hire someone and put them into a, a training module and teach empathy on the spot. It really has something that, that has to be part of their character. And that's really what we look for. A couple of things we look for when, when we're screening and recruiting for, for these types of clinical education specialists is truly just that empathy. And that can come out in phone conversations or in interviews and role-playing during the interview process to really understand how do they delicately probe into a patient's inquiry and really want to understand. And like you said, just listen and, and not talk so much, but listen to what their challenges are, display some of that empathy, and then present some of the solutions that, that we can offer and see if it's a, it's a match for them. Obviously, these surveys can determine if they're qualified from a statistical standpoint, but also we want to you know make sure that this is the right solution for them. And so, exactly. Uh, yeah, that's so very that, that's, helpful. It's really important. It, it comes down to helping people out, not just making a sale, so to speak. Yes. Well, I'm part of the 83 bar process, you know, goes from this educational stage to a true navigation stage. Yes. And I think, again, some people may think that this agent, this education specialist is ultimately telling the patient what to do, but instead they're just offering some options. It's like the patient has said, I'm looking for something new or different, or at least someplace else to go. How does the clinical specialist take this empathy as in, I hear, and I know how you feel to an action. Like I, now I'd like to share some options with you that you might consider. How did they make that transition? Uh, that's through a lot of our training and our compliance and our processes and, you know, the scripting that we have, all that's part of it. And scripting and compliance can be very important in the healthcare industry, of course, but also, you know, the, that personal touch we're talking about here, where if we feel like they're a good um, match for a clinical trial, for example, and they qualify in, in all the statistical standpoint, but then we also want to make sure that, that these patients feel that this is the right solution for them. 
And so we'll make sure to educate them as much as possible. And then if that's the case, then we follow our procedures to, to get them enrolled in the clinical trial, or if it's a, it's a, a medical device that our clients are offering, then we'll make, make sure that's a good fit for them because we don't want to waste our, the patient's time. We want to make sure we offer the best solutions for them. And honestly, we don't want to waste our client's time either. If, if this isn't a, that this device or service can help them, then we don't want to waste anyone's time. Very helpful. We'll continue Mark's interview with today's guest in just a moment. Our sponsor, 83Bar, offers proven patient recruitment solutions for medical product launches and clinical trials. The team at 83Bar can help you achieve better patient outcomes, find client success stories and market reports, along with resources like videos and publications, all on their website, 83Bar.com. My name is Meredith Glass, and I've been with the company since 2015. I am the contact center strategy and optimization manager. So Meredith, we often say that 83 Bar does patient recruitment plus in your role. What is the plus for you? For me, it's really patient understanding. You know, with each of our campaigns, we learn so much about what's frustrating for patients and what they're looking for. That data, it not only helps us optimize our campaigns, but it helps our clients both understand their patient barriers better and build better relationships with their providers. So not only does really focusing on patient understanding help us have a more meaningful conversation with patients, but it really helps our clients as well because we take a really important depth of information back to them. So in your view, the plus is those two words. Yes, patient understanding. And there's a lot of other patient, they call them patient education, patient communications, PR. What do you think 83Bar does differently? So I think that patient education companies and PR companies are amazing at explaining their clients' offerings, really explaining what the client does. But often the, the piece that we add to that is taking the time to listen to the patients themselves so that we can understand which of those benefits are meaningful to the patient. Sometimes those benefits are meaningful to the doctors or the pharmaceutical company, but which elements really resonate with patients? And that's where our, our focus on highly personalized conversations lets us have an edge and sets us apart. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these agencies say that they raise awareness of a certain condition or disease. How does 83Bar sort of go beyond that? We are able to to take that and run with it and so that we can really understand what patients already understand about their condition and what's frustrating about that condition and maybe where we could plug in some information about alternatives that they haven't heard of or different aspects that might be important to them. And I guess also then we often talk about the patient journey and how we help manage or accelerate that. What do you think that that really means to the patient, you know, as an individual? So I think that as medicine becomes more and more specialized, patients become really frustrated because they, if they have a condition that's complicated or that's not responding in an expected way, they might have to see five or six different specialists and that gets expensive. It's frustrating. It's time consuming and patients start to lose faith in the system. Um, it's, it's the downside of our specialized model is diagnostics are a little trickier. And so patients are trying to take more control so that they can feel better sooner and without having to, to go through as many hoops. So on another note, I guess just to footnote that let's look internally for a second. 
and talk about the educators, navigators, people communicating with those patients. What, what do you look for in somebody who can manage in that role? So because we are ever mindful of our clients' needs for us to follow really strict guidelines, but our need as 83 Bar to have really personalized, effective conversations, we're looking for people who are not only empathetic, but who are going to be able to really listen so that they can personalize their conversations within our allowed talking points so that we always stay compliant, but we can personalize it. And so that's a, a really special person. Our contact center uh, nurses and agents are amazing at being able to really listen. And, and that takes really good questioning skills. Mm -hmm. And Meredith, we often highlight this because we value the expertise. Why, why is that important? I think it's important because that basic medical knowledge helps ask the right questions. Someone that, that's had clinical experience is going to be able to pick up on that in a way that someone that doesn't have that training is, is maybe going to miss some of those nuances. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned the patient's frustrations, you know, as things get more specialized. What are some of the frustrations that you often hear? Um, we often hear that, you know, I've tried, you know, six different things and it hasn't helped or I worked for a little while, but I can't handle the side effects and, you know, I can't get anyone to listen to me, um, those kinds of issues. And it's not the doctor's fault. It, it's just that everybody's overburdened right now. And sometimes they just don't have that specialized training. Mm -hmm. I'm Nalu and I'm the product analyst here at 83 Bar. I look at our current software and support our users. And I also look at options that are out there on, on the market and find ways for us to make it easier to move people through the process here using our software platform. And then when you think about patient recruitment plus, what is the plus? We, well, we definitely, we own every step of the journey here at 83 Bar. So we don't just find people, we find and we talk to them and we educate them about what they're looking for. And then we help them move through the next steps of the journey too. We don't just stop there at recruitment. Mm -hmm. And what do the clients find valuable about that extra step or about this fully integrated process that you described? Our call center can help better prepare the leads for what they're looking for and what they're going to do with the office. The clients usually appreciate the fact that we'll find people who are suitable for their product. And then obviously, as I said, a lot of other people say they do some sort of patient education or patient engagement or some kind, but what do you see as the difference or even what have clients told you? I think it's really finding fully empowered people who are ready to take control of their healthcare. Um, it's been really cool for me to see as a nurse too, how these people are, are seeing better healthcare outcome because they understand the process better. Um, it's more streamlined for them. And it's easier for the offices to handle the patients that see them because they're fully prepped on what is going to happen when they go into that office and what they're going to talk about and what they need from the doctors. Mm -hmm. And what is it about a, an empowered or activated patient that is helpful even to the provider? I think everybody wants to try to shorten the patient journey, you know, everybody has kind of a consumer mindset now. And so they went in and out as quick as possible with as good as outcomes as possible. And so we can, so you understand where, what's going to happen and you have that knowledge, it's much easier to navigate that pathway. Very good. 
you know, we talk about patients and even leads, but obviously these are people and they're on a healthcare journey. Why is it so meaningful to these people that we help accelerate their journey? It really has a lot to do with speed, I think especially if you're sick, you want, like, you want to be well. And so being able to kind of hasten that, um, there's so many roadblocks right now to being care and to um, achieving those outcomes quickly, that the faster that you can do it, people are excited by it. You know, they want to keep going and that kind of mentality spread even to their friends and family. And we can have better health care outcomes for everybody, you know, because that one person can be the seed that kind of start domino effect for everybody in their family or their friends. For sure. And you mentioned you're a nurse. And I think back to your early days in the ICU and the clinics. Mm-hmm. What is it about that training that brings that empathy for what we're trying to do. Well, it's having been deep in that kind of bureaucracy really makes you uh, sympathetic, how we can make it better, I think. Um, and just seeing people, you know, waiting, literally waiting even in a, in a waiting room, see their loved ones there. Um, it, it's, it could be the same thing with somebody on the phone. You know, they're just waiting to find that thing that's going to help make their life better and enrich them and their holistic kind of lifestyle being more well. Mm-hmm. And obviously you also have personal experience with our contact center and mm-hmm. uh, the patient educators. Describe that experience. What does an exchange with a patient as a person really sound like? What are they looking for? So it, it's great. Because we do have a little bit of information that we give them when they first kind of engage. When you talk to somebody, you know, they're usually really curious. They're ready to start looking at alternatives. And so usually they have a lot of questions. (laughs) And that's what we're kind of, you know, really good at is answering those questions and helping uh, find them something that they're looking for. Usually even if it's something that's not an option for them, they still leave knowledge that something's out there, you know, and even with that little bit of extra hope that, hey, you know, there might be something out there that can help me. It may not be that thing, but, you know, there may be something out that can is really meaningful, I think, to people. Just being able to engage with a nurse that has time to talk to you, uh, I think really makes a difference. Being able to sit there and talk with someone for 20 minutes about a new option they haven't explored before. Mm -hmm. Because they're not going to get that 20 minutes in the office probably. Oh, no. Definitely not going to get that 20 minutes in the office. Mm -hmm. A one-on-one with that topic Mm -hmm. in mind. Yeah. Mm Yeah. It's a big difference. And you mentioned the sort of sympathy for the patient going through the system for sure, you know, that you've lived it. How do you build that into our contact center system? In other words, you know, people can be naturally empathetic, but there's Mm -hmm. also a training and a system and a scripting and all that sort of thing that goes into making sure we exude and demonstrate that empathy. Mm -hmm. We have um, pretty extensive voice training even where we think about how we sound to other people. And so we make sure even even on that kind of level where we, we are really conscious of the fact that we're sounding empathetic. There's training usually about the disease process. So, you know, that ends a little bit of empathy as well, as you're starting to understand these people are going through, we try to understand the, the person as a whole and not just their disease or whatever they're trying to fix. So we look at many different backgrounds in the call center management area. And I think that focus on making sure we connect with person is really prevalent there. Great. Well, and you have a unique combination of skills. You say it's data-driven, but it's also people-driven. How do you blend your technology skills with your people skills? Well, it's, it's great because I, I get to think about the user experience a lot. 
um, whether it's looking at our landing pages or look our software that we build on a daily basis. And I think about the user journey, who's interacting with our software, and I get to be that person, literally, because I'm testing it and I'm, I'm suggesting things and helping to drive the product. So I, I do, I, I'm very full about things that I feel like are roadblocks for us. And I have a pretty good reputation of making my opinion known when those things are roadblocks. So I'm in a unique position where I do, I get, I get to be the person in that situation. So it's pretty cool. So good. Well, let's turn the page internally a bit, Chad, and think about a prospective candidate joining 83 Bar. What would you say it's like for someone who's had maybe one of these clinical backgrounds you described? I would say that the company as a whole is highly collaborative and that people really do care, not just a typical corporate environment where people are coming to collect a paycheck. We really want to understand how we can best help our customers or patients in this case. And people are transparent and honest with each other. You know, during meetings, we really discuss what the real problems are and how we can solve them. You know, you don't really see much of personal agendas or anything like that. It's it's, it's much more team environment and collaborative environment. Fantastic. And what do you see next? Healthcare is changing so much. 83 bars changed and grown. The client demands continue to evolve. How do you see what's coming next? I would say our continued focus, which I've seen in my career for at least a good 10 years of, of real focus on, on patient outcomes and really understanding what that journey is and offering not just solutions for the immediate need, but also looking at that long-term need. And, and like I said, the, the entire patient journey, really just trying to help people and put a little bit more of that empathy and personal touch into our service offerings. Very helpful. Well, let's circle back to the very beginning, Chad, and I, if I could put you on the creative spot. Okay. But just one headline that would encapsulate your sense of the combination of technology and talent. I would say 83 Bar combines the talent that has set us apart with highly empathetic clinical education specialists to provide that personal touch and solutions that patients are looking for. Good summary. Chad, thanks for talking with us. Chad Mason is the VP of Clinical Contact Center at 83 Bar, and we've been talking about how technology and talent come together to help the patients along their journey. Thanks, Chad. Thank you, Mark. Thanks for listening to The Patient Speak, healthcare innovations accelerating the patient journey with Mark Stinson, presented by 83 Bar, supporting well-informed, confident, and decision-ready healthcare consumers. Learn more about their patient activation platform at 83bar.com. You can listen to our show on any of your favorite podcast apps. Subscribe now so you won't miss an episode of The Patients Speak. This podcast is produced by BSB Media. We also host another show you might enjoy, Unlocking Your World of Creativity. It's a top-rated podcast featuring interviews with creators around the world. We help you gain the confidence and connections to launch your creative work out into the world. Look for Unlocking Your World of Creativity on your favorite podcast app.